Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting with me, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy what we have for you today. Today, I am drinking a blueberry mojito white wine spritzer, which I realize is a mouthful to say. So the cutesy little name that I'm giving it is the Blue Mojo. All right, so basically the birth of this spritzer was resourcefulness. I used only the items that I had available in my house and I created this yummy little cocktail. And I'm sure that someone out there somewhere has done this before. So I'm not saying I invented it. I'm not trying to appropriate this uh, drink and take the credit for it for myself, but I will say it was new to me. Um, I didn't follow any recipe to make it, if that's the judgment, the standard that we use to judge whether or not I created it or I borrowed it. I just made it up off the off the top of my head, guys. Um, anyway... <laughs> You can check it out on Fictionary. Uh, Check out Fictionary on Instagram and TikTok, and I'm sharing the instructions on how you can make this drink for yourself. Um, Also, please remember that the person that I typically make drinks for, any kind of drink, is myself. So feel free to edit this any way you see fit. I am by no means a bartender, and I do not consider myself a professional, but it tastes yummy to me. Um, so go ahead, check it, check it out on, uh, Instagram or TikTok. You can get the instructions, try it out for yourself and hopefully you enjoy it. And then you can share your results with me on social media, uh, once you try it out. So I can know if it was a success to anybody other than me, I'm loving it. So there you go. All right. So guys, this weekend, uh, was a bit of a revelation for me. I spent some time with my sister and we did this wine and blind night where we watched the reunion of love is blind on Netflix while drinking, uh, obscene amount of pink Moscato. <laughs> um, but it'll shake guys, Blah. you know, pretty much everyone on the show gets a ugh for me. Um, this season. I think that I am a love is blind purist and season one with Lauren and Cameron cannot, in my opinion, be topped. I hope that someday they will. Maybe next season they'll find like some legit people that just make you want to root for them. And I mean, I kind of was rooting for Shake and Deep D, but Shake just never came around. And then Deep D, in the end, she kind of, and I know this is unpopular opinion, but Deep D wound up getting on my nerves too. Um, (laughs) Most of the people on this season got on my nerves in some shape or form, but I still loved it and watched every episode. But Shake was the worst. My gosh. Like, dude, if you ever hear this, just stop. Like, All he had to do was just say, I'm sorry. Like, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I feel like he just went on the attack, which I wasn't surprised based on his actions in at the wedding when she turned him down. And then all of a sudden you could like see the desperate gleam in his eye. And he was just like, (gasps) and all of a sudden, like his Sasha Fierce came out and he's like, it's a party. And everybody just looked like so uncomfortable. And we're like, okay, I guess this is how we're playing it. And I felt like that was pretty much the way he went about it in the um, the reunion. He was just like, he had a plan of attack and he's like, I'm doubling down. 
I didn't do anything wrong. When, I mean, in reality, I'm sure he knows that he screwed up royally, but whatever. Enough of that. I don't want to talk about it too much. I've been talking about it like ever since I watched the the episode with my sister. The revelation didn't come from Love is Blind. The revelation came from spending time with my sister. And then the next night, I had a little ladies night get together with a few of my friends at my place. And, you know, the combination of those two evenings, it was totally refreshing for me. Um, I've mentioned before, I think, how it can be really hard to find time to hang out with your friends once you're all full-blown adults because, you know, you have so much busyness in your life that, I don't know, sometimes for me and I know like for friends, it becomes kind of impossible to find moments where it doesn't feel like extra work to go somewhere and spend time with your people. Um, And I have a few theories about why it's become easier to use life as an excuse to avoid meetings with friends. Um, One of them, and this is like my major theory, is that we rely too heavily on social media to keep up with people, right? So we watch their lives unfold through uh, social media and the need to see them doesn't feel as strong. So we have like this false sense of connection and communication through videos and pictures and the motivational quotes that we all post. And you know, it's just, it's false. The thing about social media is that it's so highly edited and filtered that you're only getting like the tiniest percentage of what's actually happening in someone's life, if anything real at all. So, you know, I don't know. Social media is just a convenient way for us to feel like we're connected to people without actually putting in any effort to connecting with people. Uh, And this weekend was a reminder of something I have felt was missing in my life for a while now. And it's true connection. You know, nothing can replace the joy of being with people you care about and just having fun with them. I've watched literally every episode of Love is Blind, but it wasn't more fun than watching it with my sister, drinking wine and just talking crap. And, you know, I prepare adorable snacks and drinks and sing karaoke to my heart's content in my place. But it wasn't as enjoyable as sharing that with my friends. Now, both nights we didn't just do activities, but we talked about life and ideas and we laughed together. And I don't know, it was just so revitalizing for me and just a reminder of how important that time is. So my encouragement, people, is no matter how busy life is, make that time to just spend with your friends every, you know, even if it's once a month, just get together with with a few of your friends and just have that wind down fun time, laugh together, talk together, and reconnect in person. In person is the keyword here. Our keyword are the keywords here. Are the keywords not is I don't know. Anyways <laughs> I got lost in my own grammatical uh challenges. But the key is to do it in person, guys. You don't want to do it um, you know, I know like with COVID and all of that, there was a lot of, you know, Skype meetings and trying to make that connection happen in a virtual way or on a really small scale. But now that COVID's 
is less of a danger, you know, still be careful, especially, you know, if you have people in your life that are immunocompromised, like, you know, you can still get together in person, just wear a mask, like do the things to protect the people that you love. But I think that, you know, it's getting safer for us to be able to meet in person and do these things, especially when it's just like a group of your friends, like do it and be careful about it. Um, But I think it's like important to get together with your friends and just hang out. And my goal moving forward is to make more of an actual effort to create these kinds of moments and to foster, you know, more authentic and real relationships with the people in my life. And I don't know, I've just been on a high since this weekend. Anyway. Speaking of relationships, guys, you like that segue? Uh, Last week, I shared a couple of red flags and green flags for relationships. So I'm going to share a new red flag and one new green flag for you today. So red flag. All of his profile pictures are of him and other people. Okay, I can't tell you how many of these accounts I have come across in online dating. I don't understand it. It blows my mind every time I see it. They'll have like six different pictures and every single one is a group photo and the photos are usually kind of blurry too you can't really like how am I supposed to tell which one of these in this group of like five or six is you right now I could be a detective and like compare each picture and see which one commonly has the same person but usually it's like the same friend group over and over again right because how many of us have like 20 different groups of friends that we hang out with on a regular hmm Exactly. Um, So, but they'll have like all of these pictures and how are you supposed to tell who they are? Just pass these ones by ladies. Gentlemen, you too. If you have come across a a lady or, you know, anybody that you're looking at people, if you see somebody and they have all of their pictures are just group pictures, just pass it by. Why? Because if it feels like a mystery from the beginning, I guarantee you it isn't going to get any better moving forward. Everything is always going to be a mystery with this person. And it's probably a fake profile. So just skip it. All right. Another, and I know I said just one, but this is like another pictorial red flag, is if he has photos of himself or herself or themselves with a, a different uh, person, right? So like, especially with guys, like is if they have photos of themselves with different women. Now, okay, I get that it could be a family member. It could be your sister. It could be your brother. But I can guarantee you have plenty of pictures that are just of you. So I don't need to see another picture, a picture of you with anyone other than you in your profile. Okay, this is for everybody. Cut it out, right? Post a few quality pictures of you and you alone. Because guess what? If we date, I'm dating only you. I'm not dating your friends. I'm not dating your family. I'm not dating your ex. I'm not dating your sister. I'm not dating some random chick you met on vacation in Vegas and took a pic with because she was hot. We get it. Okay, you can bag a tent. Okay, just post a picture of yourself. That's all I want to see. I want to see your face. That's it. Maybe your body. You know, that's nice too. Like, let us see what we're working with. We can make a decision from there. But those are my, those are red flags. All right, guys, for me. Now, green flag. If he has a profile picture with his dog. All right. And I know, I'm sorry. Some people 
hate this, but I love it, okay? Because it shows me that you aren't completely self-absorbed and you can care for another living creature besides yourself. Another plus would maybe be like you and your plants, because I'm a plant mom, if you're a plant, plant papa, hey. <laughs> but you might think this is a reach, possibly, but I mean, it lets me know that you're responsible, at least in some aspects of your life. Plus, dogs are freaking adorable. So this is a green flag for me and maybe for you guys, too. He has a if they have a picture of them with their pet, maybe a cat. I'm not a cat person, but whatever, you know, or their plants, then it lets you know they can care about something besides themselves. So that's a green flag. All right, so I'll share some more green flags and red flags in the coming weeks and on social media. You know, you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Let me know what green flags and red flags you have in dating and relationships, and maybe I will share them on one of our episodes. But we're going to go ahead and get into our stories for today. As always, I will share three original microfiction stories. Each story is 100 words or less. I will give you the title. I will give you the genre. I will give you the action in the word or character that had to be used in the story. And just so you know, the prompts are created randomly. And then I write the stories based on the prompts given. So let's all put our listening ears on, take a sip of whatever we're drinking, and get ready for the stories. Enjoy. Our first story for today is titled Suburbia. The genre is thriller. The action is taking out the trash, and the word is car. It's trash day in my corner of suburbia. Like every good Stepford, I don my Lululemon leggings and Nikes and carry my offering to the trash gods. When did life become so basic, I think? Run! yells a large man barreling toward me at top speed. Closely behind him, I hear a car screeching to a halt and gunfire. Without hesitation, I drop the trash bag I was carrying and follow his command. We race into my neighbor's backyard and lithely scale the fence. Pausing, I pull my Glock from its sleek holster and ask, Did you notify headquarters yet? The end. Oh, snap. So we have some undercover agents living in suburbia. Who knows what your next door neighbor gets up to when you're not around or watching them through their windows. Because let me just tell you guys, people are mad nosy uh, in my apartment complex. I am notoriously the person who leaves the windows open and my uh, balcony screen door, uh, sliding door, I leave that open too with the curtains open. I don't care. If you want to watch the show, watch the show. Um, But people are mad nosy, so but they only see what they see. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So it kind of, you just wonder like, what are your neighbors up to when you're not around or you can't hear what's happening? So I don't know. I'm just nosy like that. But I don't know if the rest of the world is like that. But yeah, you guys are. You guys are nosy too. It's okay. Embrace your nosiness. We all have a curiosity in us. So I think this is pretty interesting. I wish I was an undercover agent. If I was, you guys wouldn't know. Dun, dun, dun. Who knows what my secret identity is? (laughs) 
All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our second story. Our first story for today is titled When Darkness Falls. The genre is religious slash inspirational. The action is carrying something heavy, and the word is aura. Marmalade and honey hues dance around, creating a shimmering aura around sun. The splendor of the sunset never revealing sun's efforts. In a memorial procession, every person comes and lays their burdens on sun, constructing a cairn as a monument to their pain. It rises oppressively, obscuring the light. Sun allows this transgression against its beauty and power. Sun's purpose is found in this ancient ceremony. In the moments of darkness, sun's power works, burning away the shrine until nothing remains. Sun rises again, and with each morning, all things are made new. The end. Or is it? It's, you know, each morning, all things are made new. It's a new beginning. And I love that um, idea. You know, each, each new day, each new rising of the sun is a new opportunity for us. And, you know, we have to make the most of it because we don't know how many sunrises we have or how many sunsets we have ahead of us. But each each new day, we need to to make the most of it. And I love I. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and get into our next story, our third and final story for today. Our final story for today is titled "Escape." The genre is thriller. The action is manipulating a situation, and the character is a UFO researcher. I lost track of time many sleeps ago. I can tell by the aching in my stomach it's time for food. This means one of them will be here soon. Despite the humiliation that comes whenever they visit, I must try again. I tense in preparation. The invisible door slides open. Focusing, I hear his thoughts. He doesn't understand why my ship won't fly. He never will. I strike with blinding force, grabbing his badge. The door opens and I run. Suddenly, I am frozen in place. Nice try, I hear them say as I'm dragged back to my cage. The end. All right, guys. So I wrote this from the perspective of the alien. So (laughs) I hope you caught on to that. So the alien is being held hostage by one of us. We are them. And we want to try to figure out how to make their ship fly. Um, That's the alien, the UFO researcher researcher that uh, makes an appearance. But I don't know. I've always like felt empathy like for aliens if they land on this planet which maybe they're already here they're undercover who knows but like just the thought like how we treat each other like I can't imagine how we treat um an alien and I know it's been explored in so many different ways but I just know it's going to be so messed up if it ever happens so aliens if you're hearing this um you know be really sneaky when you come here because we're kind of jerks and (laughs) 
who knows what my people will do to you. So just be really sneaky. And, you know, if your intents are not to kill us, then I hope that you can come and visit and we can be friends. If your intents are to try to take over our planet, then, you know, just don't come because we will find you. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, on whatever platform you listen from, please like, subscribe, and give Fictionary the highest rating possible. Um, You know, every like and subscribe helps and will help me to be able to grow the show. Um, Also, if you feel so inclined, please take a moment and visit our show notes. Um, I entered Podcash's contest to win some money for Fictionary. Um, So you can click on that link that I've provided and just write a quick love letter to Fictionary um, saying why you enjoy the show or why you think Fictionary is the best podcast on the planet or in the universe, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, I appreciate it. Um, it's going to help, uh, if I win, um, to be able to fund some new things for the show, um, trying to get the swag store started this season. So that would definitely be a great help in making that come to reality. And then also some things that I want to purchase to improve the quality of the show, um, Right now, everything comes out of pocket, so I want to keep making the show better, but, you know, girls on a budget, so (laughs) help a sister out and uh, just uh, take a moment to do that. I do have um, some sponsorships that I'm working on, um, so that'll be coming into play soon, and then also uh, I will be introducing the uh, opportunity for you guys to partner with Fictionary and help us to grow and become the best show out there. Um, So you'll have the opportunity to partner with us and, um, you know, provide some uh, financial support or funding uh, so that we can continue to improve the show and uh, keep getting Fictionary out there. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you listening. Um, And until next time, keep on reading. I just bumped the mic and I'll probably leave that in there just because, you know, why not? (laughs) 